1: Sam Pants Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Serious Issues. We are a weekly comic book podcast. I'm your regular host, Andrew Levins, and with me are my irregular guests, uh, Jackson Bailey and Joel Dusha. Hello.
0: Yeah, I am irregular. <laughs> yeah, true. obviously. Out of all of us, <laughs> if, like someone- if was. Were- yeah,
1: <laughs> you know don't, don't, everyone knows that about you. You don't eat enough fiber.
0: If there was, if there was like a, oh, I see. Yeah, I'm not shitting right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> if you could buy Jacksons at the store, I specifically of those Jacksons would be in that bin near the checkout, <laughs> near the chocolate. That's a day just before it goes out of date. And I'd be yeah on special, and you pick me up, and you'd be like, "I'm just going to pay the extra and get one I know is good," <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> so you can hear Jackson and Dusha on the Sans Pants podcasts, plumbing the Death Star, thumb cramps, and baseless speculation. And today they're here to talk with me about the comics, uh, Crisis Zone, Hawkeye, and Transformers: The Manga. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So, Dusha, you picked. Matt Fraction and David Ayer's uh, Hawkeye run Yeah, why are you revisiting that now of all time well
3: what Andrew Levins could and be happening? Jackson Bailey my two good yeah. friends and the audience I'm going to let you in on a little secret uh, later this year November I believe uh, there's a little program called Hawkeye heading to the Disney Plus streaming service <gasps> uh, featuring Hawkeye that's right Jeremy Renner himself
1: and the Renning man uh, <clears> the <throat>
3: Renny and his protege, Kate Bishop, who we have not seen on the silver screen or the television screen yet, but we have seen a lot of in the comic books. In particular. Haley,
1: Haley Stanfield? Haley it? Steinfield. Haley Steinfield.
3: Uh, made famous. <laughs> 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 Haley Seinfeld, yep.
0: I got a shoot a bow! Yeah. <laughs> Dad! You know how. Fucking Jerry Seinfeld sounds like that, right? (laughs) What's the deal deal with the (laughs) aeroplane? Yeehaw! I'm Jerry Seinfeld!
1: (laughs) George! Yeehaw Seinfeld that you watched.
3: Kramer, why don't you just damn knock on the
0: damn door? I don't want to share food with you anymore, Kramer! Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld.
3: What do
1: you mean no soup for me? (laughs) (laughs)
3: um yeah so uh the Matt fraction run is apparently what has inspired the hawkeye tv series so i wanted to revisit the comic book in preparation because i fucking hate hawkeye in the mcu (laughs) but this comic book is really good so i'm trying to warm myself up for jeremy renner's performance Um, I'm not looking forward to the adaptation for a couple of reasons. One, I really don't like the idea of Jeremy Renner being paired up with someone in their... I think Haley Steinfeld is, like, very, very early 20s at this point in time. And I know that, like, it's a father-daughter relationship, but Jeremy Renner stresses me out as a man. Um, Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway, look, Camp Renner and stuff, like, it's bad, he's...
0: Mm. Uh, but yeah, look.
1: yeah, he's no good. Great recording artist, but as a person, <laughs> yeah. Do <yeah. laughs> you listen to any of his EPs, Jackson?
0: No. Uh, well, I not not entirely. I've heard some of his. He's songs got
1: two. He, he takes his music career extremely yeah. seriously. Probably more
0: seriously than he's acting. Yeah, I would say so. What's that one where he ends up? He like drives somewhere and he gets out at like a steakhouse or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think that's all of the, all of his film clips that happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they end. Him getting out of the steakhouse. Yeah. Finally, some damn steak! <laughs> what?
1: what oh, think? Hawkeye's a, a yeehaw man yeah. now too? He's
0: a yeehaw, Jerry Seinfeld as well? God damn. Kate, fetch I'm me my damn me.
1: bow and arrow!
0: I'm the old Leo Fangio who doesn't have superpowers!
1: <laughs> I know, like, at least... Ten Texans that listen to this podcast, (laughs) and I'm not apologising to anyone. Uh,
0: I don't even think you could make a solid argument that it's a Texan accent. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, we're in the clear. It's nothing We're not offending anybody People that genuinely because... grew I'm just
1: apologising To people that genuinely grew up With, with Yeehaw Seinfeld
0: <laughs> Yeah fair, fair enough it's real. <laughs> yeah, banjo. Oh man
1: Surely that exists Someone playing The Seinfeld theme On a banjo Oh
3: yeah
1: um, I might make that The intro music banjo
3: <laughs> People are like What the fuck How is this intro music And then two minutes And be like oh, oh I get it now Yeehaw They explain Seinfeld, themselves
1: Of course
3: Um Yeah, so the Hawkeye comic, uh, it's like, when did it get published? Like 2013 or something?
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah,
3: anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
3: It's like, it's a really, really, really good run. Um, I haven't read it the whole way through. Um, I own the, because it's part of the Marvel Now collection, um, I own the two volumes of it. uh, And yeah, I started reading it when it came out, really liked it. Don't think I read the whole run the whole way through because Matt Fraction leaves just before the end, I believe. No, no,
1: he finishes this out. Is a big there's a big farewell issue, and then I think Jeff Lemire took over this the, the, the series. Oh, that's right. Uh, um, so yeah, Matt Fraction does the yeah.
3: first two volumes, and then.
1: But, but, but when when this was being published, the um the whole time it uh it was like there were huge delays. Yes. Yeah.
3: Um. Yes, that's right. It was a much like Jackson Jackson Jackson. It was a regular. Jack Shike Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like quite a funny and well-written and uh, easy to read comic, but also has like the heart and the character of Hawkeye that makes you relate to him or at least understand where he's coming from so quickly without really any effort. And something that I think that um, is important for a Hawkeye adaptation, because like it's very self-aware of the fact that he's just a guy with a bow and arrow that can do acrobatics. Uh, And he's in the Avengers with actual wizards and actual the Hulks. Um, Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it starts off, like, start of issue one, it's just like, I'm Hawkeye, this is who I am. Um, And these are the stories, uh, I'm part of the Avengers, and these are the stories of when I'm not with them, basically. Um, So issue one is a, uh, he basically encounters um, the mob the russian mob uh in his area uh hassling the tenants in the same building he lives in um saying they've tripled their rent and kicking them out um and hawkeye basically tries to not take them down but kind of make sure that everyone in the building gets to keep their house um and also at the start of the issue he falls off a building so it starts with him in hospital basically being like yeah look i'm just a man i should not be doing stuff (laughs) like this and I think that one like really good thing with this comic is occasionally occasionally in superhero comics you'd be like uh, like superheroes will do something where you're like that if that happened in real life or if that happened to a regular person that would go totally differently and I think the Hawkeye series is really good at kind of will occasionally slam on the brakes of the pacing of a thing for that exact reason to be like yeah okay if someone else did like in a comic maybe something like this would happen and there'd be no repercussions and everything was fine but in this one too bad. Hawkeye's just a guy, bad things happen to him. So for instance, in issue That's one, great. he just like bursts in and is like, look, I've got the money, I'm just gonna buy the tenant. And they're just like, no. <laughs> and then they beat him up. And um Yeah. <laughs> Cause obviously. Like it wasn't just gonna be like yeah. you can't yeah. just roll into what? the underworld Blood? basically and be like,
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've
3: solved all the problems. They're like, get out of here, Hawkeye. We don't respect you um and like also something that matt fraction does with such ease in this comic book is just builds the world of like what hawkeye is dealing with just immediately and so easily um it's like such a good read and i know that i am not saying anything new about this comic uh it was acclaimed at the time it's still acclaimed now and here i am being like yes it hasn't gotten worse it is good (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the character of Clint Barton had never really been seen before yeah. like this yeah. um, He's always been, like, yeah, they definitely have explored that, like, he is just a guy who can shoot arrows really well on a team with genuinely superpowered individuals yeah. And, you know, how does he survive? How does he relate? That kind of thing But this, this, like, kind of, like, constantly down on his luck, but, like, you know, always trying to do the best that he can yeah. version of Clint Barton is entirely made up for this run. And it has become what the character is kind of known as in in current continuity of the comics. And I haven't really seen this side of Clint Barton in the Jeremy Renner rendition. No. So I can't see them suddenly doing that for the series. I think we're going to see like, oh yeah, he has a a dog that likes to eat pizza. Yeah. And Kate's in it. But I can't see much else from this run, especially um, Clint Barton's personality making it through to the series. But I would like to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, well, yeah, I for
3: think sure. I think that's, to be honest, that's what I'm concerned about because I think they will try and do
0: that, and he's just going to feel like a totally different character. Because but absolutely, Clint- I don't think Jeremy Renner has the natural like charisma to be able to pull that. I think we're seeing the best Jeremy Renner has to offer already. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think there's any yeah any was, further the, to the go. The Born
1: Supremacy or whatever it was, the Born the the the, the born one uh,
0: that, that yeah born uh,
1: ultimatum was that no, no it born
3: it's born identity born supremacy born ultimatum born ultimatum born emergency uh, Bourne... <laughs> and then it goes Jason born yeah oh, <laughs>
1: that's right the, it is the born legacy
3: legacy, Bourne legacy that makes sense of course yeah. or Mission out. Impossible four he some of the best <laughs> acting in that too.
1: He's actually... That's his best movie by far.
0: Yeah.
3: Great film. Um, But yeah, I think that we get a little bit of this, which makes sense, because the movie came out around the same time they were starting to do this in the comics, but it kind of starts popping up in, like, Civil War, and even a little bit before that. Like, they Mm. try and make him good in Age of Ultron, but...
0: Look, I didn't buy they it. They go to his house, certainly. Yeah. Well, you, you <laughs> find out he's a
1: family man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, they, I think that is the era that I liked his rendition of Hawkeye the most. Yeah. yeah. Age of Ultron. He's one of the few things I like about that movie. Yeah, and then, uh, he when he shows up in Civil War, I think he's great. Yes.
3: Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then again, yeah. they cook it straight after that because they make him Ronin, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but there's like ten movies between Civil War and Endgame <laughs> where they, where he just doesn't. They didn't even put him in Infinity. Oh yeah, Wars. that's
3: yeah. yeah that's that true. in hindsight is very weird.
0: He's just not there. He's just not around. That rules. Mm. Just we're Uh, like, that's fine. Who
1: cares? um, Yeah. um, Look, we've been saying Matt Fraction a lot, but I think a lot of what makes this this comic so great is the art of David Ayer, Aja, Aja. um, and who else? There was like I think Javier Polito shows up, um, Annie Wu, Francisco Francovia. Like so many excellent artists show up for this run, and it was. It I remember reading it as it came out month to month uh, in singles and it just being it just feeling like such a crazy breath of fresh air but now so many comics have been so directly influenced by this that it 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 just kind of blends in
3: yeah well Mm. even like and this is a different tone but does feel wait oh no no i'm right i was gonna be like i think for a brief moment i was like wait am i about to say another comic reminds me of this but was also written by matt fraction so it makes a lot of sense but no (laughs) um I think that even, like, and this is a much darker take on this, but even, like, the Tom King's Vision run feels oh, yeah. a little bit like it's inspired, like, showing...
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think you get that without Hawkeye, that Hawkeye. Yeah, sure. yeah,
3: like, showing, yeah. like, the, like, a team-up, like, a character that's mostly only shown in, like, team-up events, what they're doing separately, and giving them a family and, like, a normal-ish life. Um, yeah, yep.
0: it, I guess like hum- it's Matt
1: Fraction's fault we got heroes in crisis everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that, yeah, cuz it's like it's like ultimately it's humanizing a character, which is a thing that happens shockingly rarely in yeah. like cape comics. Like it's just not a thing that you you might get like what is like on paper humanizing a character but actually is yeah. It, it's like the equivalent of being like here's Hawkeye's wife. See, <laughs> he's just a person. But like that actually that's that's meaningless. If you don't do the work to to make it like an effective um, like characterization, yeah, yeah, but but the, and it's it is funny to think of heroes in crisis as like what if we humanized them all? What if every <laughs> superhero and we just did it in little spurts? We just give them one interview, humanized. Everybody gets their own mini.
1: You ma- get humanized, and you, <laughs> you get, get humanized, humanized. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you're dead. Yeah. What if <laughs> now he's dead? Yeah. <laughs>
0: what if it was a murderer?
3: Um, I love Tom yeah. King, but look, he has some misses, much like every writer. I love... You
1: are like, yeah, you're, this is your, like, new brand. Tom King apologist, <laughs> Joel Douche. I've loved him for You ages. chose the wrong podcast to do this yeah, on. That's why, like,
3: I've loved him since I found out that everyone hated him. Like, I liked yeah. him before that, and then I was like, oh, yeah, he's critically acclaimed, right? And everyone was like, no, stop making everyone sad and human. <laughs> oh,
1: no, it's not... I, I, but write sad comics for sure. Like you know, a couple episodes we go. We talked about the importance of sad, sad art. But I think it is like, it's a it's a one trick pony kind of thing yeah. for him. And and that pony is not always very well written. I do still love the Vision run he did, Omega Men, and uh, Sheriff of Babylon. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my uh, that's my holy trinity of Tom King comics that I'll defend.
3: Yeah, <laughs> um. the
1: rest, sorry, Buster. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, i'm trying to think yeah like i had a blank briefly i uh, had a blank there briefly of what that <laughs> fraction had done but yeah i really really like sex criminals although i haven't read the last volume and i have heard after it took a break it did not come back at full strength
1: it ends really well oh,
3: okay cool i shouldn't listen to yeah. joel zamont he told me it sucks Yeah, and i don't know why don't i I-, I, get, I get it though else.
1: Yeah, when you follow when you follow a book month to month, mm. it is very easy. Once that delay sets in and it finally comes back, like we're going to get a lot of people saying this when Saga finally yeah. returns that it's not as good as it used to be. And the thing, it's not that you, uh, it's not that it, that it dips in quality. It's that like. You stopped being able to read it at the rate that you were used to. Yeah, you lose and that momentum for sure. Exactly, momentum yeah. is like such a killer. And like, so yeah, and unless you like go in anticipation for saga, like I'm, I'm totally gonna reread all sixty yeah. issues before mm-hmm. that. You know, if, if when hopefully if that returns, Um because like I, I loved it all the way through to where we got to now, yeah. and I can't wait to see where it goes yeah. next. And I think yeah, Sex Criminals, the the delays. It, the delays happened in the middle of an arc that was exploring depression, so yeah, it was very easy to be like, "Why the fuck am I reading this comic?" Sometimes <laughs> <Subjects, laughs> um, I went. You do yeah. just have to start again, like yeah. like I yep.
0: I remember that with the the last BPRD comic for the like the the pretty much the end at least in the timeline of all of the Hellboy series, there was a big break as well. And I jumped back in and I was like, I don't care about any of this, and it was releasing week to week, and I was like, I just. It's too fragmented or whatever. But then, yeah, I went back. And same thing happened with Paper Girls, where like I got to the end of Paper Girls and then took a massive break and came back and they were in space or some shit. And I was like, <laughs> I... Absolutely not invested. Couldn't be invested a tiny bit. Then went back to the beginning again. I was like, oh, that's right. That's why this comic's so great. So sometimes um, you just gotta... You gotta get a run-up again. Kind I... of like. But,
1: Dusha, if you need if you need some Matt Fraction recommendations, um, he wrote... Um, Casanova, which is a really crazy sci-fi series yeah. that he did with uh, Fabio Moon and Gabrielle Barr. Yeah. That is real fun. Jacko, have you ever read that one? I don't think so. Uh, well, maybe it. I've read the first issue of
0: it. One it's thing, a bit familiar.
1: Wacky, sexy space comic.
3: Hell yeah. Mm. One thing that just took my uh, caught my attention that... Jackson, I think you probably have read because it feels like a stupid thing you'd love. Um, mm. Is that uh, Matt Fraction wrote the revival of Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen.
1: Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that's a recent that. one. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's really so good. Because um, I was just um, had a
3: quick look. I just tried to see how many issues it was and found out that, uh, these are like a couple of things that happened uh, in the original run of like most of the issues focus on Jimmy Olsen transforming his body in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets really fat at one point to stop a jewel smuggler. I don't know how that happens and that's not Matt Fraction's run but boy am I curious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... But you wouldn't get Hawkeye, David uh, Matt Fraction and David Ayers uh, Hawkeye if they didn't do the Immortal Iron Fist, yep. um, which is a comic that Matt Fraction co-wrote with Ed Brubaker. Ooh, um, that's a if you haven't read that, that f- f- I love it's fucking great. I love Ed. Brubaker. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're friends. Like Brubaker, Fraction, and I think Bendis, are like the Portland comic boys. Yeah. I, I just Matt
0: can't Fraction imagine. Do Thirty Days of Night? Or- I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Thirty days of night. You no, mean. But he did
1: do a comic called November with um, Elsa Charterrier, which I really like. Uh, Satellite Sam is a really good, um, like, set in like the days of like television first starting. Yeah, that's fantastic, and it's art by Howard Chaykin, who I'm sure is a horrible person, but um, <laughs> his art is very well suited to the story. Um, yeah, he's got some great. He's got some some absolute bangers in his. He did he he did do Thirty Days of of Night blood sucker tales oh, okay. but steve mm-hmm. niles is who you're thinking of that yeah, created yeah, yeah. 30 days of night uh, oh also I invincible it. iron man that's a great iron man yeah one.
3: matt fraction mm. is one of the because i have a kind of strange relationship we're well, not strange relationship with comics but different from u Levin's, u jackson and Zamet regular guest of uh all new all different serious issues which is i usually <laughs> like i won't just pick a character i like i usually will wait, like kind of latch onto writers or like, I'll buy a trade that has caught my attention just based on like a premise or like reviews, I guess, rather than just like. Mm. T-
1: what's what's my relationship to comics? I just re- try and read too many of them until it affects my life and family. Yes.
3: <laughs> or like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, reading every single issue one of a week, uh, like in a month, is a little different to what I would ever do. Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just
3: yeah, a little, yeah. Just a little.
0: Just a smidge. Yeah. Just a tiny
3: bit. Um, a tiny so bit. yeah, like I bought Hawkeye knowing that it was already good um, occasionally I'll take mm. a punt with something that I don't know anything about and it's turned out good sometimes and bad all the times
0: oh yeah for sure that's it's a real gamble that's, that's part of the gamble baby I love that gamble because sometimes you find yourself reading like you're like this is the worst piece of shit <laughs> I've ever read in my life <laughs> How did this ever get published? And, and not a
1: single person in my life that I know will read it as well. Yeah, It'll just yeah. be th- this one thing that I'm the only person that will experience. Yeah, you're that's why I like, have to tell people about it on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I read-, read
0: a bad comic, be like, well, I had a bad afternoon and that's my fault. and I have to move on, I guess. <laughs> um,
3: I uh, No, there's been a couple of times where I've read stuff from people's suggestions and I don't know why I took them, but... Fucking, I don't know if you like this comic book, Levens, but Jackson, I know you hate it. And I know that the author went on to write something that was liked a lot more. But God Hates Astronauts was something no, that I was like, oh yeah, I'd like this. Up. And I fucking hated it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, co- comedy like comedy comics are very difficult mm-hmm. for me to get into. Yeah, um, That was uh, written by Ryan Brown. I think he then wrote well, curse not- words
0: after that. Oh, yeah. But curse words, even I was like, I like this initial promise, and then I was like, uh. He just no, did the I...
1: artwork. That's a Charles Soul book. Ah, okay. He did oh. the artwork. Not
0: anyway, even yeah. that. I God hates
3: astronauts. Suck shit. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> in duche's opinion, in my the independent opinion. comic book, God hates astronauts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, and um, um,
1: but yeah, actually, that, that said, that the Hawkeye the comedy in it is always good, yes! especially its use, the use of uh, um, onomatopoeia is some of the best I've ever seen in a comic book. Yeah. The um, At one point, uh, he uses... He, he breaks a window and the onomatopoeia is glass <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, even just like... Um, oh, one of the scary. things that happens pretty early on is Kate is talking to him as he's like uh, doing target practice. And to show how quick he loads up his bow and shoots three arrows... Uh, her dialogue is split up into individual characters like individual letters yes uh, yeah and i was like oh, oh that great. at first i was like wait what and then i was like oh oh no that's sick um i don't know why this just came back yeah, to I'm- me but also i just realized that you didn't name mr miracle when you said uh tomkins stuff you like oh man fuck that comic
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's some divisive shit right here I can feel the the tension in the Zoom call. I had
3: a
1: joyless, joyless romp.
0: <laughs> I thought it was unreal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but uh, um, the there's one very iconic panel from the Hawkeye run mm-hmm. that we're talking about, and I wonder will they try and do it? It's a uh, Hawkeye naked um, jumping over a bed, and where his dick and balls would be <laughs> is being covered by a. A picture of like a costumed head of Hawkeye covering his junk. Are we going to get that? Oh, I hope. Jeremy so. Renner Stark is jumping over a bed with a, a picture of <laughs> himself, his face with a yeah covering his nuts. That's, like, like, please be brave. I don't, I don't want to see it, but I more importantly don't not want I, to see it.
3: Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it more than anything. Also, do we think that the series <laughs> is going to start in the same way the comic book starts? Of like, you're probably thinking. Uh, You're probably wondering how I got here. Or, oh no, sorry, this looks bad. That's the first line.
0: I just can't imagine Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye being that self-defacing. Like, I just can't imagine him being that humble. uh, um, It just seems so impossible. Yeah.
1: Will he not a mohawk? (laughs)
0: Uh,
3: No, there's been leaked. He doesn't, he has a different haircut now.
1: How many does it does David does Matt Fraction ever write how many Japanese people Hawkeye's killed in yeah. his run? No, but he does wife mention died
3: in unrelated circumstances. Weirdly, <laughs> though, he does mention in this that uh he was a ninja for a bit, and he doesn't want to talk. About yeah, well, that that is yeah. Oh yeah, like is yeah, it? that's yeah. Ronan is. I know that Ronan is a big part, but the fact that right at the start of this run, he's like, uh yeah, I was a ninja for a bit. I don't want to talk about it. They can just take that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You just use that again.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I think Madam Mask will be in it. Yep, in the series, mm. I'm pretty sure she'll be the big bad. Um, obviously, Kate Bishop is going to be in it. We're going to get the Pizza Dog, uh, and maybe his brother will be it. Will be a character. Yeah. War, cool. um, but uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, like the, the main reason I like this comic the de- the self self-defeated kind of like nature of of Clint Barton. Yeah. I I I can't see Jeremy Renner no. pulling that. Yeah, up. but yeah, I think they, I the think the
3: they're the going to sh- try it. I think that the first yeah. episode of Hawkeye may in fact be pretty much the first issue of this comic. Like so him falling out of You the- reckon
1: Hawkeye is going to going buy an apartment building and it's going to it's going to be set with him living away from oh, his yeah, family that's a point. in a New York Fuck. apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe him and his wife had a divorce after the snap. She's like, that would Don't be kill...
3: very funny.
0: That's how you just get this I died. version, though, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what the fuck? That's fucked we up. We had a rule, Clint.
1: <laughs>
0: Don't you remember our wedding vows, Clint? If me Christ. and the
1: kids ever mysteriously disappear with half the population of the world, you are not allowed to go and kill hundreds of Japanese people in the underworld.
3: Oh, actually... <laughs> but
0: babe
3: i just yeah. realized that um and look this is spoilers for the movie uh black widow so if you haven't seen black widow skip ahead briefly um but i forgot that florence Pugh is in the series so i guess it'll take a totally different turn
0: oh yeah true good point that's funny um anyway yeah, I, spoilers I, I can... <laughs> hey <laughs> yeah. speaking
1: of Sp- seinfeld uh julia julia laurie's Dreyfus is probably going to be in it too. Yeah, yeah that's true,
3: true. Oh, and
0: <laughs> speaking of
3: throwbacks, let's throw it. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of throwbacks, let's throw it all the way back to last week, where we promised yeah. that we would check in with the Hamilton porn parody, true. Hamilton and Levins, Is it a full musical?
1: I can confirm that the uh, at least like the, the 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 three minutes that I skimmed through <laughs> the, the opening three minutes. Uh, no nudity All musical baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's just another musical It's not even really a porno <laughs> just...
1: But instead of like uh, Saying I will not Take away my shot It's something something My cock Huge Beautiful. Very good stuff Ele- yeah.
0: Elegant, elegant um, So design. yeah
3: Strongly 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 Recommend Matt Fractions Hawk Everyone, um, Although I am probably Digging a hole for myself Where I will finish reading this be really jazzed for the hawkeye series it won't be this jeremy renner will still suck and i'll be like god damn it although Haley steinfeld yeah. um seems like a perfect uh kate bishop, kate bishop.
1: i'm i'm clean I'm, I'm keen for more um i'm clean i'm clean for more florence Pugh <laughs> yeah. for sure oh, yeah i, oh, I like her I character so she was the best yeah. thing about black widow yeah so yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well oh no well, please
1: see segue away
0: well <laughs> You just you had to look like Jackson. What have you done? Um, well, speaking of uh, of well, not anymore, but we were speaking oh, about Jackson. Comedy. What have you done, Jackson? This is the oh, worst no. fucking segue I've ever heard. <laughs> Fuck you. I got you. thrown. I got thrown by you. Speaking of comedy comics, as we were briefly before, <laughs> fucking hell. Um I uh, have been reading um, the. Uh, I, I guess it was a web comic, but now it's in print. Um, Crisis Zone by Simon Hanselman. So Simon Hanselman has a a, a series. Of, I guess they're like little indie comics. Uh, I, 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 not based on the Meg Mog and Al uh, children's characters. They they certainly. Are named Meg, Mog, and Al um, after the, the children's book characters, but I think somewhere Simon Hanselman's like they are emphatically not the same characters <laughs> because these versions are basically drug-addled like losers living in a share house in I think what is meant to be Australia because Simon Hanselman is Australian, but I think it's kind of like a vague never never. No,
1: I, I, I think it is America. Oh, it is America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um.
0: So, uh, Christ... that's where he lives. Oh, that's where he is. okay. Yeah, yeah. fair. Uh, so, Crisis Zone is a uh, was written during lockdown, so it was written during twenty twenty, yeah. and it, I, it's effectively just what happened to these characters during the the beginnings of the COVID pandemic. Yeah. But because these characters are just fucked, things obviously very quickly get very fucked. Uh, yeah, there's like a I. Uh, a,
3: I haven't read Crisis Zone, but I think I've seen the webcomics before- well, I would have read some of it, but I- a lot of people in- I don't know why, but in the Melbourne, both music scene and comedy scene, people seem to really love this comic. But weirdly, more music scene people- like I reckon interesting. during crashes Zone when it was being published daily or weekly or whatever it was on Instagram. I
0: think it was daily, yeah.
3: Yeah, like I reckon every single day the comic would just pop up in someone's story on someone I follow.
0: <laughs> well, it it was incredible. Like it's 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 I don't think there's really any other comics out there. Like uh, all of the the Meg Mog and Al comics that Simon Hanselman does, not just Crisis Zone, but also like Mega Hacks and Meg and Amsterdam, and all of the other like little kind of ancillary um, sort of comics that he produces, where they are so like they're hilarious, like they are so funny. Like there's one comic where Werewolf Jones. I, this is what I always remember. Where Werewolf Jones, who is this werewolf, obviously that who is just like the this drug sex adult, addicted. Yeah. Sex addicted maniac i think there's one one time where he's talking about how much sex he's having and he's like i'm gonna grind this city's asshole into dust which is <laughs> such a great phrase um and he's like trying to smuggle hats across like onto a plane to go sell hats with his two fucked up kids yeah and they're like you can't do this these hats are not like they you, you just can't bring them across the border and then they're like two security guards beat the shit out of him, and the last shot is just him lying face first on the ground, and then it's his ass, and then just do spiders climb out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the last shot. And you're like, Werewolf Jones is fucked, he's in fucking trouble." But that- it's so funny; it always makes me laugh. But uh, but then some like it will just be it'll hit you with like the most depressing, upsetting, like like single image or like conversation that's so real and so just like such a bummer that like it it's this a, a wonderful like uh, uh, i guess contrast like anytime werewolf jones and it's i think it happened twice becomes a human again it is always the <laughs> saddest shit like it is always heartbreaking like i think there's one it might even be in crisis zone where he gets arrested and he's in jail and he's like, well, hopefully my friends will be able to help me out or whatever. But because none of the people in any of these comics are good people, yeah. nobody goes to help him. And it's just the last shot, is just him in a jail cell and then uh, like light streaming in from outside. And he's just a sad man. And you're like, oh, damn, <laughs> fuck, these people are in trouble. Um, yeah, so I, I, it's, uh, Crisis Zone is, I think, a little more chaotic and a little more like fantastical than some of the other uh, Meg Morganell books. Like often they're shockingly grounded really, given that one yeah. of them is a witch, one of them is a cat, one of them is an owl and one of them is a werewolf, but like and one of them is a, a boogie monster. But like generally the stories are fairly grounded. But uh Crisis Zone, yeah, they do like a Tiger King parody. There's like a a cyborg at one point. <laughs> <laughs> um the Tiger King parody by the way is called Anus King and it's about Werewolf Jones. Um <laughs> So yeah, I, I, it, it, this one it does get a little a little less grounded, and I mean it remains very funny, but I think in a way it loses occasionally—not the whole time—but it, it it loses a little bit of that. Uh... Like, I don't know. I think sometimes the Simon Hanselman's comics get so grounded that they're too grounded. And I <laughs> love that. I love when they're so grounded that I'm like, oh no, like I'm underground at this point. Like it's, <laughs> I, it feels dirty down where I am. This isn't like, this character has been too humanized, you know, to kind of build on what we were talking about before. Um Are you like, this m- most recent yeah. run? I Look, the title card Price is 28 so? Days
3: Later. So I don't know
0: if that's... No, I might not be. Oh, well, no, so Simon a... Hanselman yeah. at the moment is reposting a lot of their old work ah, to okay. Instagram. So I, I don't know. That might be... Um, they... Yeah, because he, he
1: reached, like, the, the biggest audience he ever has because mm. during the height of, like, lockdown during COVID-19 um, in 2020, he was posting daily strips, so 10 images on his Instagram a day. Um, yeah. telling this long-form story, and then they released that as Crisis Zone. Yeah, mm.
0: Yeah, so, yes. but then he's taking stuff from like Mega Hex, and he's got a bunch of other like little seeds and stems. I think is just sort of like stuff that he's written that doesn't fit into any like larger um, story, and he's posting all of those to Instagram. But yeah, so I, it's 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 really good. I've always thought, Dusha, that you would love it. It's, huh. it's got uh, yeah. I, it just seems right up your alley. It's upsetting, mm-hmm. but it's also very funny. These are people living terrible lives in terrible situations. Nobody is good. People always get hurt. Mm-hmm um everyone's always ripping bongs
3: too they love yeah, bongs. Uh,
0: yeah everybody's <laughs> always bonging on or fucking shooting having up anal sex yeah or having anal sex yeah or yeah popping lsd with satan on it or whatever <laughs> or there's a great arc where m- m- meg and Mog, who are a witch and a cat who are dating they're like they're really high and they need food but everywhere's shut because it's like 3am but then they're like we can break into the deli Round the back because I reckon that the back of the deli where the storage is that's always open so they go there they open it up they go inside they're like it's too dark and they're like just grab whatever you can and they come back and they have like a jar of olives a pound of mystery meat and <laughs> like maybe some pickles and they're like well I don't want to eat any of this and then the cops knock on the door to be like Like, the next day to be like, oh, do you know anything? And they're like, we're done. What we've got to do is we've got to go back in and order everything that we bought we stole last night so that if people are suspicious of us, we've got a receipt that we've bought it all. But then, like, to get the mystery meat, they're like, just give me everything, just in a big bowl or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. It's great. It's real good. They hide in a tree, and I think Al, in the end, goes to jail for it. Yeah. Yeah, I I really love it. The art is all hand-drawn. Yeah. and it's all done by Simon Hanselman. All of the art, all of the story. Um, uh, yeah, I, I really recommend it. it. It can get a bit like they—they they do really tackle some pretty heavy topics occasionally. Yeah, and there is no uh, like levity. Like, there's no moment where all of this upsetting shit is un- is cut by like a uh, something good happening. Or it, it there is, but it's exceedingly rare. So it is. Ultimately, I would say a pretty depressing read, yeah. but it's also so entertaining, and all of the characters are so well written that I I definitely recommend it. That's Crisis Zone, but honestly, Mega Hex, Megan Mog in Amsterdam, Bad Gateway, any of the ones that that Simon's released. If you can somehow get the um, the hen tie that he made, of <laughs> Megan Mog, <laughs> good luck to you. Um, but yeah, they're they're, they're really good. I, re- I recommend them.
1: Big fan. Awesome. So that's Crisis Zone. you can read it on Instagram, but the uh, the the soft cover collection is is gorgeous out now through fan and graphics. Um, and uh, we're gonna hear a quick word from our sponsors and I'm gonna come back to talk about Transformers. um, I'm going to talk about Transformers. Yep. First of all, I want to know what your personal history is with this enormous franchise is.
3: Um, I like I, uh, I like yeah. At the same, at the same yeah, time,
1: yeah, yeah. as if possible, yeah, that'd yeah. be great. So yeah, yeah,
3: three, yeah. two, one. Three, two, one.
1: I think <laughs> I watched
3: <laughs> Beast Wars when in the nineties. Um, mm, same. I um. It was pretty good. Yeah, I. My mum had promised to buy me a cheetah transformer from Beast Wars where the axe was the tail. Sorry, cool. when the cheetah transformed into the robot, uh, its tail turned into an axe. Um, but That's I cut a it. hole in my school shirt that day, so I got in trouble. Oh, oh. And I tried to claim that I had torn a hole in my shirt climbing a tree, but it was a perfectly round hole in the middle of my shirt because I had like bunched it together and then cut the top off with scissors just to see what happened and yeah, that okay. is... i was
0: gonna ask i was like mm. any reason a dare but no just to see what happens yeah i think
3: might i don't know i can't remember if it was a dare or not i just remember that my mom yeah. was furious at me for not only doing it but then trying to lie i didn't get that toy um i really That's liked nuts. that optimus prime was a gorilla in beast wars that my next <laughs> uh optimus primal i think his name is anyway yeah that ruled uh optimus prime truck lame Gorilla sick.
0: Gorilla sick.
3: Then it rolls around into the early, mid-2000s. I go and see Transformers on a date. We both hate the movie. I hate the franchise from then on out.
0: Yeah, fair. (laughs) I, I also watched Beast Wars as a kid. I never had any of the toys, but I think I did have a Transformer once, and I was really excited at the fact that they could transform, but then I... When I did that, I was like, well, I don't want to play with a truck or a man. So I never played with it. I just liked the fact that it could transform. And then I think I saw the first movie with a friend and I just didn't have a pin- an opinion on it, but he was like, it's terrible. And I was like, okay, sure. And that's my memory of it.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, 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 I'm a bit older than you guys. Yeah. So at one point, Transformers was as inescapable as Ninja Turtles were. Um, I had a purple boat <laughs> Hell <yeah>. Hell, <laughs> or, yes. or a plane, but uh, w- w- it was purple and it could transform from a man monster robot thing to a plane or boat. I don't remember the name of it, but, uh, we, every time I would go to someone's house, um, like for a birthday party we would put on the Transformers animated movie and everyone would cry at the end Yeah, Um, and for a while that was all my year two birthday parties were like (laughs) Um, that movie animated in Japan um, Mm -hmm. and uh, enormous in Japan and uh Viz, um, who published a lot of fantastic manga, um, recently uh, at some point last year uh, released three volumes of Transformers the manga, uh, and I read volume one, which is a gorgeous little hardcover collection. I actually bought this for a uh, one of my friends' um, sons, who is he's five, he's six, sorry, six years old, and yeah. just starting to read. Obsessed with Transformers, he's the kid that just has like just a big tub full of full of robots. Hell yeah. We all all knew one of those kids and Omar is that kid. And I was like, I'm going to get him in in the manga because his uh, older sister already loves it. Um, So I bought him Transformers, the manga, and I was like, I might actually read this uh, because our previous guest of the show, Connor, uh, has reviewed this on an earlier episode, an episode of uh, Serious Issues last year. Um, The story is by uh, Masumi Kaneda and um, the art is by Ban Megami. And this these stories originally appeared in a um a manga it was actually it was it was in a in a magazine called T V Magazine. Yep. And yep. the name of the Transformers manga, it's the first time like the like Japan had like Transformers stories in uh in like in Japan. Um so this is in nineteen eighty five. Yep. Um and the name of the comic was Fight Super Robot Lifeform Transformers. That's sick. <laughs> um, uh, yes. And that so rules. these are the collected editions of this. And the art, first of all, fucking spectacular. <laughs> as good as it gets. Like, yeah. I cannot stress enough how wonderful the this, like, very fun and always is so much happening in every panel. Yeah. The stories are, like, 15 pages long and so much happens in <laughs> them. <laughs> I've read, I've tried to read a lot of Transformers comics because, like Sonic, apparently that's where all the best stories are. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Hey. And I, my biggest problem with Transformers is that I can't tell them apart. <laughs> <laughs> we should check out oh, Sonic,
3: Sonic, yeah, Sonic comics then. They all look totally different. Yeah. I've actually got yeah. a whole bunch of Sonic comics in my house. Cause my housemate <laughs> loves them. The um, uh, Archie oh, shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, w- I want to do that one day. I want to lock myself in a room and I can't leave until I've read all of the Archie Sonic comics. <laughs> Knuckles'
3: parents get a divorce, and that's a really big arc in the comic, pretty early on. That's
1: so appealing. Yeah. <laughs> when are they going to put that in the video yeah. game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, press divorce X to get zone divorced. one. Yeah. Wait, I just did a Mario theme song. sorry. I should have been... Anyway, so manga, of course, black and white. Even more difficult to tell these damn robots apart. Also, the Decepticon logo and the Autobot logo, they're like almost identical.
0: Very similar. Very similar. I was reading... You've just reminded me. I was reading a... Uh, Like an article about when the early Transformers toys were released uh, how much Transformers lore was basically extrapolated out of like misprints and fuck ups like (laughs) I think it's one of the planes they're like he used to be a Decepticon but actually he changed it around and now he's an Autobot and that is literally because when the toy was shipped out it had the Decepticon logo on it but it said Autobot on the like packaging (laughs) and so they were like oh uh He's yeah, both. well, we can explain this. Obviously. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. And, and there's even Transformers... Was th- in the article, they were saying that there were Transformers that were released that had no name or affiliation, and nobody knows what that Transform... There's, like, a mystery Transformer that was released as a toy, and it was in a color that no other Transformer was, and it didn't have a logo on it. Um, and people are like, who was this guy? He was never worked into the story. Who is this mystery Transformer? But, yeah, it's so funny how much... Because, I mean, they were toys. Like, at the end of the day, they were just toys. So... How much was worked backwards is, is so so interesting. It's so funny.
1: So this manga takes place within the continuity of the cartoon series, except every like the first few issues. There's there's three stories in this, uh, like in there. Each story has like ten chapters, mm-hmm. and uh, at the start of like every chapter. Um, in the first story, all the Autobots come to Japan. They're like, hey, we're in Japan again. And uh, the Decepticons are there. They're causing a bunch of havoc. And then um, a, a boy is almost crushed by um, like some falling debris caused by the Decepticons shooting shit around. And he's saved by an Autobot. And that kid is named Kenji. And that kid is the main character of the Transformers manga, <laughs> And he's always rolling with a bunch of Autobots oh, um, yeah. and he, he drives inside of them. And that means that because he is inside one of the Autobots at all times, it means that you never see all of the Transformers transform because if they transform with him inside, he'd be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> So every like battle pose, it'll be like a like you know like five robots like punching the shit out of a Decepticon, like flexing, yeah. kicking shit, and then just an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, like I said, it's it's difficult telling the the different. Autobots and Decepticons apart, but luckily the plot does a lot of that for you because the Decepticons do a lot of really evil stuff. Like in one of the chapters, they kill a dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Why? Um, How do they kill it? How do
1: they kill um, it? So they they're like using experimental. Robotics on a dog, <laughs> and then the dog becomes too powerful, and so the entire chapter <laughs> is the Decepticons trying to track the dog down <laughs> so they can kill it before it becomes too much of a dangerous weapon and destroys the Decepticons. Oh, that's <laughs> but so then funny. the because oh, the, wow. the the dog um, sees true kindness um, in the Autobots who tried to sa- try to save him. His dying wish, he transfers the power. To the Autobots, and then they beat the shit out of the Decepticons. It's one of the best things I've ever read. Oh my it's god, so stupid! And it's just a oh normal dog god. prior to that, like just a normal it's just dog. A dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like the first the first panel in this in this story is just fucking uh, Megatron kicking a dog. <laughs> 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 That's so funny! Wow. Wow! Um, make You've that the Transformers already. movie, <laughs> 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 um, Transformers and also dog. <laughs> Kenji keeps getting pulled, like because he's in a car all the time. Yeah. like there's multiple instances of like adults seeing a kid in a car, <laughs> like in like one point. A, a policeman's like, "Hey, stop that car right now! You know that kids can't drive cars." And then the Kenji comes out and goes, "But I wasn't driving." Dot dot dot. And then the car yells out, "Transform!" And then the, the police officer says, "Ah, it was an Autobot warrior. Our oh, apologies. Like, <laughs> yeah. It happens like pretty often in this series. That's
0: awesome. That's incredible.
1: Uh, every every like final panel is a punchline. <laughs> But like a weird punchline, like yeah, a bunch of, of things will die, like a dog, for example, and then it will still try and end on a joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Just like an absolute brilliantly drawn collection of complete and utter insanity yeah. that I'm so glad exists in a translated format that has been... like I just love like what is so great as about Viz as a publisher is that they find things that haven't been released yet and they give it... No matter what it is, they give it the same <laughs> level of love and respect. Yeah. Like the the final third of this of this book is just like full colour um concept art for all the Transformers done by the artists who did the manga. Oh, that's crazy. And if if you love Transformers, like I could not recommend this more. Also, if you love, if you love <laughs> stories where robots kick dogs <laughs> 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 you're I not do. gonna find anyone better than I this. Do.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah,
1: that's uh Transformers the Manga Volume One. Obviously I'm getting volume two and three. For sure. I may not even send this one to Little Omar. So sorry <laughs> in advance, kid. But that's how life can be sometimes. <laughs> um that's uh that's that's our reviews Of this episode. Uh Jackson, Joel, thank you once again. No problem another killer app. Um ex machina. No, was that this episode? I can't no, remember. No, it was Hawkeye this week. Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, crisis, crisis Zone, zone mm-hmm. And Transformers the Manga If you want to come and discuss these comics and more You can come join us in our Facebook group Which can be found at facebook.com um, Slash groups Slash Serious Issues Podcast um, And uh, Jackson and Joel can be found on the podcast Plumbing the Death Star Baseless Speculation and Thumb Cramps And more um, Hey, uh, thanks so much fellas No
0: problem, hey, anytime Yeah, literally hey. anytime
1: Yeah <laughs> And uh, next time we talk to you I think Zamet's back and I think his ban on talking about the X-Men has been lifted yeah.
0: oh no there's two times Bags limits. not being in that one Bags <laughs> no, you, you, not being it, it, it's
1: you me and Zamet oh! <laughs> and
3: then I think god damn the week it. after that which is also alarming is I think his ban on June will be up
1: oh god damn <laughs> it yeah. Bags not being in on that one
0: I'm in so much trouble he can Fine. do he can do that one by himself
1: <laughs> what if what boy. if Every episode we do with Zammet, no one tell him, one of us reviews the Transformers manga chapter <laughs> where <it's Hey>. Megatron <laughs> kicks a t- dog. <laughs> I think
0: that's a good idea. <laughs> ah, Perfect.
1: Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Adios. No
0: worries. Buh-bye.
1: Bye.